Hello, everyone. This is Brad Franklin, PupTripCapsCorner.com. It is Monday, May the 20th. Um, was in Charlottesville earlier today to hear um, some details on the pending demolition and implosion, uh, I guess the continuing demolition and the pending implosion is the right way to say it, of University Hall on Saturday morning. Um, Virginia made um, Joshua Campbell, the president of Renaissance Demolition, the company responsible for the project, available to, to media members to talk about sort of what's gone into Saturday's implosion, um, sort of some of the parameters around it and some of the um, particulars, as well as some of the things that um, you know folks need to know. For example, demolition is set for 10 a.m. Uh, I asked Campbell if there was anything that could could kind of change that time frame, and he said basically just in terms of weather, you know, lightning, but otherwise everything looks good to go. Uh, the public is very strongly uh, asked not to come down to the site. There is no real place for the public to view uh, the implosion uh, safely within the uh, the zone. Um, media members, we're, we're, we're going to be in, a, um, I think, some sort of platform near Clockner. Um, but that entire area will be closed down early Saturday morning, so you won't be able to get near it. Best place to be is to go to the school's website. They're going to stream it. Um, so if you're interested in watching U-Haul come down, that's the best way to do it. Uh, I, I said you know, a couple months ago when we started doing these conversations that I would use it as a way for us to share some audio from time to time, whether maybe it's press conferences, in addition to um, you know our standard sort of interview um, s- structure. And so today I thought instead of just me running our rank and file sort of story that you would read, I thought it would be interesting for folks to be able to hear from uh, Josh Campbell himself talking about the project. So without further ado, here it is. And uh, just a wonderful opportunity to be here today. As you can see, there's been a lot of work and a lot of progress that's happened uh, here on the site uh, with the buildings that have come down. And one of the things that's, that uh, we, we think is very unique to us is, is our, our very name being renaissance, meaning new birth. And that's a lot of what we, we bring to a lot of projects, we bring to the communities that we work in, we bring to a lot of universities that we work at, is a rebirth to a new area, a new time frame, a new chapter uh, that's going to go on in a, in a certain area of a, of a university and projects that we work on. So we're just very excited to, uh, to be a part of this. And as you can see, there's already been a couple buildings that have come down. Uh, those buildings have all come down uh, what's considered mechanically. Uh, they've come down with excavators uh, that uh, uh, broke up the concrete, that sheared the steel, uh, separated out the materials to enhance a lot of the recycling efforts that's went into this project. And a lot of the current efforts that are going on and the, the efforts that are going on, you can see back behind me here, is actually the preparation for the implosion of U-Haul. And U-Haul was, was, a, uh, was a building that as we were looking at this project initially, we really had to consider from a engineering standpoint as to how we wanted to bring the structure down. The building wasn't so tall that we couldn't reach it. It wasn't so large that, that we didn't have the excavators for doing it, but there was a portion of this structure that had been altered. Uh, at the top of a lot of dome structures, there's what's called a ring beam at the top of the structure. And that's a, a post-tension uh, structural element to the top of it that, that gives a support to the actual dome itself. This structure had been altered at some point in time after its initial construction. And the engineering and things that we were doing at the time really kind of, of uh, didn't bring a lot of clarity as to bringing this structure down mechanically. And thus was the reason that we decided to bring this, this particular structure down with implosion. 
So the work that's been happening, that's been going on here, is a lot of the preparations. We, we remove a lot of the non-essential elements out of the buildings. Non-structural, non-load-bearing walls, things that are interior of the building that are really not helping the structure stand. We want to strip it all the way down to its, its bare bones, its bare frame, and then from there we actually weaken some of the structure, and then we go in and drill holes into those structures, um, which is where the explosives will be loaded. Inside of there you will see within the structure it's now a, a large curtain that's being held up all the way around it. That curtain is a, a combination of, of chain link fence and geotextile fabric. And what that is to do is to help with when the implosion does go off, it helps with any type of flying debris. It helps to, to, to control to the best of our ability uh, the dust and things that were going to come out of this uh, building as the implosion takes place. So one of the things that we had to really take into account um, with this particular structure was the protection around the area. When we look at a building, we have to, to, to look at are we trying to protect buildings, are we trying to protect infrastructure, are we trying to protect um, elements that can't be moved. And in this particular one, there was the McHugh on the backside uh, that has an electrical transformer that's very, very close to this structure. Um, the McHugh building itself that is close, and then we have all the practice facilities that's very close. So the design of this implosion is, has really been done to help bring the structure away from those um, buildings as it's imploded. Sometimes people think we just kind of go in and, and strap some dynamite on them like they do in the cartoons and, and the thing blows up. But there's, there's a lot more science, there's a lot more engineering that goes into it than that. The charges are actually all timed down to the millisecond as far as how they're going to go off. In, in what order they're going to go off, and that's to help to create movement. The implosion itself is, is to create movement within the building to, to create um, the direction that we want the structure to fall. We're, we're trying to weaken the building beyond what it can handle its own weight and then let the weight of the structure itself bring it down. So we're not trying to uh, blow it up into um, a bunch of little pieces. We're actually just trying to fail the building enough for the actual weight of it itself to bring itself down. And that's, that's part of the safety that goes into the implosion of the structure that we're, we're really not trying to, to uh, break it up into a lot of small pieces. All we're really trying to do is to control the structure as we're bringing it down and to bring it down as safely as possible. So all of that's gonna happen. There's a, a lot of pre-work that's gonna happen uh, continuing now through uh, early morning hours of the implosion at 10 a.m. on Saturday. And uh, it'll be a Saturday where you're going to start to see uh, early morning a lot of restrictions that I believe the university has gone over and will continue to, to go over a lot of the road closures, uh, sweeping the buildings to keep people out, make sure nobody is uh, within a building prior to uh, the implosion. But uh, once the implosion does happen, on the morning of, you'll, you'll hear a, a roll call and a, and a countdown. Uh, the building will, will go up, you'll see a, a large dust cloud uh, that will, will come up and develop over top of the structure, which is very normal. Uh, depending upon the prevailing winds will, will determine how long that, that dust cloud remains. Um, if there's not a lot of wind, that dust cloud might, might last for five to 10 minutes. If there's some wind, 
probably closer to the five minute mark, but it really all has to, to do with the wind conditions on those particular days. After the, after the structure is down, um, it's just going to be a, a large uh, heap of rubble at that point in time. The same equipment that you see operating back behind me that was used in bringing these other structures down will go in and continue the recycling operations of pulling out and separating metals, separating concrete that all goes out to be recycled. And uh, then it will begin the uh, cleanup of the uh, overall site and restoration to uh, a green area uh, that we will be leaving the structure in, or leaving the uh, property in. Mike Barber with the Times Dispatch. Can you give us any kind of figures on how much explosives you use to take down a structure like that? The question was about the number, amount of explosives used to bring down the structure. Yeah, I'm not, not really able to disclose exactly how much of that, that really is, but you would be surprised it's really not that much. <laughs> it's, it's a very small amount. Is there, Brad Franklin, Capscorner.com, is there anyone actually pushing a button? Question about how the detonation takes place. Yes, yeah, so there's a, a, a plunger that, that'll be going on in a VIP area, okay. um, and then there's, there's other mechanisms going on that are up closer to the structure itself. Have you guys taken down a, a structure like this uh, in your experience, or is this building unique in any way? Question about uh, similar structures being imploded. Yes, you know, all, all buildings um, are, are very unique. Um, last year, uh, we brought down the 28-story, which was the uh, third tallest concrete structure um, in, uh, in the United States uh, last year in Frankfort, Kentucky. Um, that was uh, a structure that had a lot of uh, unique features about it. Um, this one, again, has a, has a unique feature of that ring beam um, that's on top. And uh, again, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's very common work that, that we do and that we go in and do, but every building has its own little unique challenges. But this one has been uh, actually a pretty smooth structure for us. Do you know about how many tons of rubble will be left after? Do you have your number? Yeah. Uh, uh, the question is uh, how much rubble will be cleared from the site? But Maybe even better is we can tell you what the roof is going to weigh when it comes down. Yeah. So the, uh, the roof itself has about 5,000 tons of concrete in it. Uh, so that's a, that's, a, that's a lot of concrete that's in, the, that's in the structure itself. Across the site, there was about, I want to say close to 30,000 tons, 25 to 30,000 tons of concrete all across the site uh, with all the buildings and all the foundations and everything, uh, etc. And then the as, as far as that concrete being um, a major part of it, major part of what we do is the recycling efforts in this. So we see on a lot of structures and a lot of buildings like this, we see recycling rates that are north of, in the, in the high 90s, north of 95%. Um, so there, there's a lot of emphasis that, that's taken into these buildings to, to really help ensure that we, that we recycle as much as we can. So we find sources for recycling the concrete, sources for the metals, and everything that, that comes out. Are there any toxic materials that you have to deal with, like asbestos or anything like that? Question about toxic materials or asbestos that would be abated. Yes, actually U-Haul was a, uh, a pretty major abatement project. Um, it had a 
uh, soundproofing material that was sprayed on the interior of that building and uh, was about a three month or so long process of actually getting all cleaned and abated. Nope, everything is cleared from the site. Everything has been inspected from the site. Um, anything that was found even as we were bringing down structures, we're, we're constantly looking and investigating for any areas that were, were, uh, were missed and uh, the site is, is clear of asbestos. Time frame for uh, 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 material removal. So the material removal will go on over the next couple months. Uh, that'll continue on. Uh, the overall project completion, um, I believe, is is slated towards the end of the year. So. With so much material already removed, what makes us think it won't be underwhelming when it comes down? With so much material already removed, it's like bricks, concrete. There's, there's just always something about a building coming down suddenly that's just, it's just fun. <laughs> it just really is. You know, it, it's not a, a 300 foot tall building, but it's still a very large structure. And it's also an iconic structure to the area. So there's, there's a lot of people that, that recognize the building, who've been in the building, who've spent a lot of time in the building. And so it, it has a lot of, of meaning beyond just being a very large and tall building. Is there anything that could happen weather-wise that could stop Saturday from happening? Generally, the, the only weather event that would, would stop us would be lightning. Um, right now, the, the weather is looking clear, so we're not expecting any delays. If the roof weighs 5,000 tons and you've taken all of that out, why is it still standing? <laughs> well, you can see a little bit off to your right or left, you see the column standing up. That, that are, those are actually the, the structural columns that are holding it up. So the ring beam is the, is the area just underneath the roof. Um, you can see a, a portion of it, a little area of it that's wrapped up there. It's, it's a large section of concrete that's about six, six, eight feet wide, two or three feet thick that's running around the top of it. That's the ring beam that actually gives the structure to the roof itself. So the stands and everything that we, we took out interior of it were not structural uh, in regard to the building or the roof. Okay. 